when it comes to goals, how do you make each incremental milestone count and not get ahead of your skis as the saying goes? Well, it's called commitment. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I'm really, really glad you've taken the time to tune in today. Thank you. So this is our final episode in the 2022 goals series. What have you taken away from it? What have you taken away in terms of goals, goal setting and cultivating a process? Did you learn something new? Did you tweak any part of your existing approach? I am genuinely curious about how people relate to their goals and how they relate to the process of achieving them. So I really do hope that you'll take me up on my invitation to share your answers. And if you are, send me a DM on Instagram. I will read every single one. Cool? All right. Perfect. Now on to today's show. I'm not sure if I've ever shared this before. I may have in a previous episode, but I'm not sure. But a little bit of background. Back in the late 1990s, early 2000s, I delivered financial workshops for two nonprofit organizations that provided life skills training to people in transition. Their clients were people participating in welfare to work or incarceration to work programs. And I got to tell you, it was an eye-opening experience for me on many fronts. And I could go on quite a bit of a rant about the state and federal policies that I learned about that are, in my opinion, woefully failing people trying to get back on their feet. But that really isn't the purpose for today's episode. This is to remind you not to discount what you might deem as quote unquote, small actions and dollar amounts. Helping people find hope in the quote unquote small is one of the many things I learned from doing workshops for the nonprofits working with people in transition. Because if you're starting from almost zero, thinking of large numbers can be daunting it can foster, foster a defeatist attitude before you even get started. So to counter this, I often remind my students, for example, that to save $1,000 in a year, they needed to save $2.74 a day. Breaking it down this way made the goal seem so much more doable. Now, you're listening to this, and your financial starting point may be significantly more than $1,000. And the same may be true for your financial goals or the financial component of your non-financial goals. Yet, adopting a small is the new significant mindset is still very, very effective. Especially since at some point in the journey toward achieving your goals, you'll likely reach a point where more than what you have is required of you, 
whether that is more effort, more energy, or maybe even more money. In moments like this, you'll need to walk that delicate line of keeping the future in sight, (laughs) but not too much in sight. It's also when focusing on what's the very next step that you need to take or choice that you need to make really becomes the fuel to keep the the momentum going. So what's your equivalent of small when it comes to your goals? Whether you're talking about a fiscal goal, starting or growing a business, getting into a relationship, starting a new hobby, or climbing Mount Kilimanjaro. How do you make each incremental milestone count and not get ahead of your skis as the saying goes? The word that comes to mind for me is commitment. Like I said in episode 114, Goals are about what is required of you when you go after your goals. And the way I see it, commitment is the thing that strengthens the bond between you and your goals. And speaking of bonds, if you think about the conversation that Paula and I had, and when I say Paula, I'm referencing Paula Edgar, the attorney and founder of PGE Consulting Group, the firm that specializes in professional development through the lens of DNI. You may recall in the previous episode, she and I were in conversation, and our conversation, if you unpack it, is really about exploring the intersection of goals and the inner drive that it takes to achieve them. And so, again, that's episode 116. Coming back to today's episode, yes, I started this off with the example of $2.74 to make the point that quote unquote small and that every dollar counts. Yet, this isn't just about money as per usual. Because darn near every one of your goals and the experience of achieving them will take you through three key phases you'll go from feeling excited to likely at some point feeling overwhelmed and hopefully eventually to feeling like, I got this. Commitment, it turns out, is your inner companion through and to each phase inch by inch. And the thing about commitment is that it is not singular. It can show up in a variety of ways and look like any or combination of a few examples that I'm about to share with you in no particular order. Commitment can show up as picking one, whether it's one goal, one day, or one week, and focusing on that one thing for a predetermined amount of time. And this can really be helpful to do when overwhelm strikes and you'd benefit from temporarily downshifting. Picking one thing can also show up as focusing on making one choice or just taking one action. Commitment can also show up as not discounting a rudimentary choice or action or like narrowing your line of sight, as I just alluded to not too long ago, and focusing your attention on what's right in front of you, not three or four or five steps ahead. It can also look like giving yourself some grace and not giving up too quickly. Take a pause, but don't give up. 
It could also look like procrastinating a little less. So if you have a tendency to procrastinate, track when you are doing that and aim to do it fewer times than what you already are. Or commitment can look like saying no to whatever is not in alignment with your goals, even if that no is simply putting something to the side for a short time. Commitment might show up as creating or recreating rituals to keep you motivated. Or it could show up as making the bold choice to pace yourself to your own benchmarks, not to what others are doing. By no means is this an exhaustive list, but I just wanted to give you an example of the various ways that commitment can show up for you as you are endeavoring to achieve your goals. And so I ask, based on what you just heard, how has or is commitment showing up for you right now? Going after your goals will always, in my opinion, boost your self-awareness and emotional intelligence. It will always reveal your degree of determination. It will always put a spotlight on what motivates you and what drains you of energy. And it's why a key reason commitment is your powerful companion in this process of achieving your goals and in this process of reminding you to find hope in the small. It teaches you to appreciate each quote unquote small incremental milestone that you've already hit and to look forward to those small wins that are on the horizon but just be careful and don't look too far ahead. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and spending time with me today and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to share what you've taken away from this series on goals, goal setting and cultivating a process, send me a DM on Instagram with your answers. I really would love to hear from you. And if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so we can reach more people. And if you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review because we do read them. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I'll be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.